In this episode, we're talking all about planning for 2022 and staying grounded in these internet streets. We're going to dive into how to set yourself and your business up for success and how to stay focused when life sets in and things don't go as planned. Welcome to the Mompreneur's Diary Podcast, a space for entrepreneurial women of all backgrounds to get the support they need when growing their businesses. I'm Brianna, a business coach and marketing expert, and I'm on a mission to create a safe space for you to talk about the things that no one else gets to hear. In each episode, I'll be sharing my own personal thoughts and stories, as well as featuring other incredible women doing amazing things so that you feel less lonely on your journey. We all have things that we mentally take note of or write about, but we don't feel like we have a safe space to talk about it. Well, today we're going to talk about it. Hey, hey, hey. I hope you're having a great day so far. Happy New Year. I can't believe it's 2022 already. I'll be honest, I'm still processing 2020, but I'm catching up and I honestly feel really good about this year. It's the beginning of the year, so many of us are planning, you know, out our master plans. We are creating our goals, we are creating timelines, and we're just diving into everything that is required of a new year and a fresh start. And many of us start strong, but life happens and somewhere, somehow we get off track. And I don't want you to feel bad about this, but I want you to reconsider some things. Because as we know, life is unpredictable. And so it's crucial to be flexible. So as you're planning and diving into this new year, I want you to stop stressing about the details because as you get closer, the details will reveal themselves. And this also gives you room to make adjustments as necessary because like I said, things don't go as planned. We know that life is infamous for throwing curveballs and we have to not necessarily plan for this, but understand that it's going to happen because as we know, we can't plan for you know, life's mishaps or, you know, hiccups, however you want to refer to them. So with not stressing about the details, it allows us to kind of go through our list of things that we're trying to accomplish our to-dos, our goals. It allows us to visit them in a way that keeps things open and allows us to make changes as we need to. For example, Starting a podcast, like I said on the first episode, this has been something I've wanted to do for years. And one of my goals for 2021, I said, I don't care what I do, I'm launching this podcast. I don't care, you know, how long it takes. I don't care, you know, the help I have to get. It's happening. I'm going to do it. And it was December 20th, and I finally launched my podcast. And this was something that I actually planned on doing over the summer. I wanted to get my podcast out as early as I could, but I realized that it wasn't the right time. So instead of stressing about the details of my podcast, how I was going to launch, you know, the episodes and all of that, those good things in the beginning, I said, okay, when I'm able to put the energy towards it and really focus on it, I'm going to go all in, but right now I can't do that. And so I put it on my list But I understood that I had to revisit it at a later date and get those details planned out later. And this took a lot of stress off of my plate because if you're like me, 
you're a perfectionist, you're an over planner, you stress about the details, and you want to know how everything little thing is going to work at all times. And I realized that this can actually give us anxiety, cause us to overthink things, and even paralyze us into not taking action. And so stop stressing about the details so much. As you get closer and you're able to tackle the things that you want to tackle, have faith and the details will continue to reveal themselves and you'll be able to take action in a way that feels good. And it's aligned with how you actually want to do things. It's not feeling pushed, stressed, or, you know, anything like that. It's going to feel good and it's going to be aligned. And so as you're planning for the year, and even if you've already planned things out, I want you to revisit your list, but I want you to consider three things. The first, I want you to consider the life you desire for yourself or your family as a whole. How would you like life to look for you guys? And this can be done in a few fun ways. You can either create a vision board, which many of us do at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year. Or you can actually take some time to visualize. And this is actually one of my favorite things to do, especially while I am getting ready for bed, waking up in the morning, or even if I'm just taking some quiet time to meditate. But I love just to visualize life. And this can look like anything you want. You know, before I moved to Florida, I was visualizing my life in Florida. (laughs) I was visualizing what my days looked like, you know, running my business, you know, being able to explore with my daughters, being able to take trips as a family, date nights with my husband. I was visualizing all of those different things and really feeling those feelings as though it was already happening at that moment. Like it sounds crazy. And a lot of people talk about visualizing, but it really is a beautiful tool that really allows you to just step into where it is that you want to be. And it makes it feel more real. So as you're taking action, it's already like you're subconsciously taking action towards what it is that you want. And so take time to visualize what you desire for yourself and your family. And again, you don't have to stress about the details, but just think about the things that you would like to have in this very moment. What would you like life to look like in the next couple of months, the next six months, the next 12 months, Um, whatever you feel comfortable with. I want you to visualize that. Visualize something you desire in your life. Think about how you want to feel. Don't just think about, you know, oh, I want to make this amount of money or I want to launch this business or I want to live here. I want to move here. Think about those feelings that accomplishing those things will bring. I want you to think about those feelings and feel those feelings and understand that taking the time to visualize you know, and feel where you want to be gives you a sense of peace and gratitude here and now. And you learn to appreciate where you are. Everything, you know, life is a journey. And no matter what goals you set, once you accomplish those goals, you're going to have a new set of goals. So take the time to appreciate where you are now and how far you've come. And also consider how you would like to take things to the next level. So take that time to visualize feel, see those things that you want to do and have, feel those feelings of peace and gratitude, those feelings that you desire once you accomplish those things. And most importantly, have fun with it. 
The second thing I want you to do is consider what is going well in your business and what isn't going so well. And when you think about what isn't going so well in your business, I want you to think about why that isn't going well. And this can open up a world of questions for you. But ultimately, I want you to figure out how you can do more of what works in your business. Pay attention to things like how your leads came in. Where did they, you know, how did they find you? Was it social media? Was it referrals? What type of content was getting the most engagement online? You know, what type of conversations did you have with leads on social media before they booked calls with you? What type of content is getting saved the most? What type of content is starting the most, you know, starting the most conversations? What type of conversations are being started? But When you understand what works well for your business, like I said, you can do more of that, but this is how strategies are born. Because if you notice that something works well in your business, you can say, okay, this worked well. Maybe we can tweak A, B, and C and see how that goes and continue to do it over and over again. And so once you do things over and over again, you learn more of what works and you can continue to do that over and over again. And that's how you duplicate results and get better results and continue to grow your business. I'm a firm believer. Many experts, including myself, will say that you don't need a ton of offers to grow your business. I honestly recommend two to three core offers when you're scaling, especially, you know, in that first kind of phase of scaling, because you do have different scaling seasons in your business, which I'll probably talk about in a future episode. But when you're scaling, you start to realize that it's really just about refining what you already have. So having those two to three core offers that you can use to really refine the curriculum, refine the experience, work on your client experience. It allows you to get more social proof for your business so that you can have more to present to your ideal clients in the online space. So think about what's going well in your business and how you can do more of that. Think about the services that are getting booked the most, and maybe you even need to narrow down your services. That was something I did early on in business in the first couple of years And it made a huge difference in my business. And I started to notice my business shift in a way that felt good. And I started to make more money and I started to get more qualified clients. So think about what's working well in your business and what isn't going so well, and then map out how you can do more of what works. The third thing I want you to consider is the help you'll need to see your goals through. And here's the thing. You'll either have to invest time to learn, or you're going to have to invest the money to have it done for you or get help with it to learn. So either way, you're going to have to make some sort of investment. So you'll have to decide which investment works for you because you may be a DIYer and you may not have the funds to invest in the way you'd like. So you may have to kind of figure things out on your own or You may be, you know, a DIYer who prefers to learn things on their own. That's okay. Or you may be that person who's like, I want to do it myself, but I want to learn. Or you may be that person who's like, look, I want to wash my hands of it and have it completely taken care of for me. No matter where you are, any of those options are okay. 
I started out more so as the DIYer who had to learn everything on their own. Then I was that DIYer who wanted to learn from other experts. And then I was able to start investing in coaching and mentorship and even done for you services to actually help me implement the strategies that I was learning while working with a coach and a mentor. So I want you to think about the help that you'll need, whether that's the research um, that you'll need to do to actually see things through um, and learn what you need, whether that's, you know, about marketing, sales, content creation, whatever those things are, or consider the help that you'll need to hire, um, whether that's someone to teach you about marketing and all of those things that you need, or you may be in a position where you know what to do, but you need to have someone do it for you. Either way, I want you to get clear on all of those things and get a clear plan out so that you can get the help that you need to see the growth that you desire in your business. Hello, I hope you are enjoying this episode so far. I just wanted to pop in here really quick and let you know that the Mompreneur's Diary podcast is sponsored by Hello Brianna Consulting, a brand consulting firm created to help female entrepreneurs build the brands they dream of all while creating the life they don't need a vacation from. To learn more about how to build the brand that you dream of, head over to www.hellobriannaconsulting.com. Okay, now back to the episode. I also want you to be mindful of the time you spend on social media and the content you consume. Yes, we need to be spending time engaging with our audiences, learning and building relationships, but you have to be careful because if content triggers you, makes you question your greatness, or even makes you feel like you need to change things up just because... I want you to take a step back and determine why you feel this way. We have to be open with ourselves and it's okay to be open with yourself. You don't have to share these things with anyone else, but you have to be real with you and you have to get real with yourself. Just because someone online says that you should run your business a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. Get clear on how you want to build your business specifically for you And make smart investments that align with that because different experts are going to say different things based on their experience, their expertise, you know, what they've seen working with clients. And so the beautiful thing is, is there are coaches, consultants, strategists, you know, service providers in general. There are so many of us that have different approaches. So you can find someone that has an approach that feels good to you. So there's no rule book on how you build your business. There are many ways to do it. So it's going to take some testing to figure what works for you. But once you figure it out, stick with it, regardless of what anyone online is telling you and know that your way will work because it's, it works for you. That's how it, that's what feels good. And you have to be confident in that. And this is why it can be helpful to even invest with a coach or consultant that aligns with how you want to build your business because you'll have the structure, strategy, guidance, and accountability to stay on the course that is right for you. I will say this. (laughs) Some people do have more time to spend on social media. Some of us are parents and some of us have full-time jobs. And because of this, how we build our businesses will look different and that's okay. So as you plan for the year, I want you to envision your dream lifestyle 
I want you to think about in a perfect world. No, you may not be able to get that perfect world just yet, but it's on its way and you can begin to embody that now. And it may seem a little far, but I still want you to take a second or two to dream. So I want you to think about some things. Think about what time you're waking up, you open your eyes, you see your room. What does that look like? What does your morning routine consist of? What time will you start work? What time will work be complete? Do you need carved out time to spend with family? If so, what is family time like? What does your home look like? We dream so much as children, but as we get older, we start to do it less and less. Why is that? I personally think it's because we're conditioned to believe that reality isn't as amazing as we once thought it was as children. The thing is, it can be. It's all about your mindset and what you want for your life. Not what someone else want for you or what you think other people want for you. I'm talking about what you want for you. If you would have told me a year ago, I I would say if you would have told me about a year and a half ago, I would have been relocating to Orlando, Florida. I would have said yes, but in a perfect world. <laughs> this was my dream, but I was scared. I didn't see how things would work out. We still had a laundry list of things we had to do before moving. But when I tell you God worked every single thing out, I'm not lying. (laughs) And I wanted to move, but I didn't know how that would happen. But I tried not to obsess over things. Whenever I found myself overthinking things, I prayed and remembered that everything would work out if it was a part of the plan. And I didn't worry about how. During that time, I invested a lot of time, money, and energy into my mindset, shifting my perspective, and even growing closer to God. Sometime in the spring, I got confirmation that we needed to say, okay, this move is happening. I started decluttering, packing, and researching places to move. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't scared. I did want to move to a new city, but I had two kids. I needed to sell our house and we were going to be leaving everything we've known as a family. But I knew it was happening and I knew that, you know, this is something I desired. And regardless of, you know, the fear that was there, I knew this was what I wanted and that I had to just go with it. So we decided it would be during the summer that we would move so that the girls wouldn't have to transition schools during the school year. And the hunt for a place was a nightmare. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not lying. It was a nightmare. <laughs> and we had a long list of things that we needed to do to prep our house to get it ready to sell. But I didn't lose faith. It was literally July. I was telling everyone we were moving that month and we didn't even have a place to stay. I didn't care because I knew God would work it out. And sure enough, in mid-July, we made a connection with a realtor who was a property manager for private owners, viewed a condo, jumped on it, and we moved before the end of July. Talk about fast. I'm still in shock and so grateful. I learned firsthand that when you want something and it is in alignment You better get ready because you may have to wait 
But when it's time, it's going to happen fast. Prepare yourself. So when it's time, you're ready to jump on the opportunity. So let's get back to the dream life you are visualizing. I want you to know that you are more than capable of having that sooner than you think. Get clear on what you want for your life and don't let anything distract you. If you spend too much time on social media, find a hobby. When I found myself consuming too much content, I started back reading, doing yoga, paint pouring, gardening, and so much more. Life is so much more peaceful because there isn't so much noise. I even have my phone set so I can't spend more than a few hours on social media a day. Now, I can buy but pass this notification, although I try not to, <laughs> but it lets me know when I've reached my limit. And even if it, I go back into the app, it will tell me that my time's up. As we're forming new habits, it's important to take advantage of the additional resources that we have to help us take action, like the phone notifications, you know, the social media time limits. Another example, I like the app Time Block. Time Block spelled T-I-M-E-B-L-O-C-C. So Time Block without the K, it's two C's on the end. But I love this app to time block my day. I have notifications set so I don't spend too much time on social media. I have work mode settings. So while I'm working, notifications are silenced and I'm not distracted. And this just makes my life so much easier as I'm trying to be productive and really get work done. The more we use tools like this, the easier it becomes to take action. And soon we won't need that at reinforcement. So today, I want you to take some time to visualize the life you desire and explore apps and resources within your smart device that will allow you to not have as many distractions and really enhance your productivity and help you take action towards your goals. It's your season. Let's get to it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mompreneur's Diary podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share this with anyone you feel would appreciate this message. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do at the Mompreneur's Diary on Instagram. I appreciate you. And that's it for this episode. Until next time.